Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. This is Mark Adam from Consumer. Uh, quickly on emerging market beer, the FT saying the Brazilian Real could fall further given Rocky politics and the coronavirus. Uh, we're cautious ABI and Heineken. And also in the FT, lockdowns have begun to ease in some key emerging markets despite rising infection rates. So one to watch for our emerging market focused names. From China Spirits, a note from Mark Juan saying that uh, the Baidu distributors telling them that super premium liquor demands recovered to 75%, high end to 50% of last year's level. So the recovery is sort of coming there. On Remy, a note from Monday yesterday saying that consensus reflects some realism. Uh, they've actually got uh, fiscal 21 as a negative EBIT growth year, unlike the rest of spirits where numbers are still 15% or so too high. And finally, on India consumer, uh, Nestle India saying that production and demand not yet back to normal. That matters for Unilever, where it's 9% of sales. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Five things of note this morning. First up, MS is the focus. EBIT looks to us to be around 3% uh, miss, uh, but we'll get more detail uh, through the morning as the Q&A session is 9.30. Second up, Walmart. Note the strength faded there in the stock yesterday. It finished down 2%. We are buyers, but note commentary around Asda in the UK was quite unhelpful. Third on Puma Adidas is a pair that's given back 6% in the last two days. It's now back down to the levels of pre-Puma's strong numbers after this recent squeeze in Adidas. We do think, though, the pair is relatively consensual still and maintain our buy in Puma. On FX, fourthly, the Brazilian Real concerns rising for Carrefour. I think the FX headwinds have been largely factored in for Carrefour and are offset by reducing competitive pressures. We maintain our buy. And lastly, we're hosting Tribe Dynamics tonight at 4pm. Do let me know if you're interested in joining us. Bonjour from Industrials. This is Bruna. First two quick ones. One, Renault secured a 5 billion euro loan from the French state, with the only condition being that Renault does not pay a dividend, but it's not clear how long they may not be able to pay that for. Two, BAE Systems, JV with Rocco Collins, wins US Navy contract for almost $1 billion. And lastly, Ferrari's chief commercial officer said this week that EV battery technology is not developed enough for a supercar. He said it will take at least until 2025 before Ferrari could produce an EV that's worthy of their brand. An automotive blog begs to differ and put a list together of 10 EVs that today already put Ferrari's internal combustion cars to shame. Philippe and I met with one of them last year, Panid Farina, which unveiled its Batista all-electric hypercar at the Geneva Motor Show 2019. Yes, we got a lot of pushback on the Ferrari short, but we also get a lot of people agreeing that value. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in resources. Quite a benign start to the resources space this morning with a lot of commodities prices holding recent gains in research. It is worth flagging uh, a hold note out by Mark Wilson on a SIPEM updating numbers post 1Qs. But one thing that is very clear from the note is that the SIPEM balance sheet is in pretty good shape. And that is in stark contrast to their European peer, Technip FMC, where we see material risks out into the future. And that's a name. Uh, a name that we downgraded last week with some quite differentiated work on their balance sheet. Switching into the mining and steel space, there are a few more reports uh, around Tissen and strategic directions for their steel business going forward. That potentially may include Sonic with Tata Steel, uh, as well as uh, with uh, their German uh, peer, Salzgitter.
Good morning, it's William Bevington, Jeffrey's TMT Special Sales. A couple of things to highlight today. First of all, we got the most important feedback from a series of management meetings we had yesterday with Yandex, CFO and COO, reiterating the buy recommendation. Second thing is also on S4 Capital, one of our favorite stocks across TMT. We expect the EBIT of S4 Capital to triple over the next four years. Before M&A, we've increased our share price target to 270 pence. And one of the most important points of this note is tracking the valuation of S4 Capital, which is increasingly correlated to its own customer base, i.e. the megatech stocks in the US and also with consulting peers such as Accenture. Looking at this, we see um, a very positive outlook for the valuation of S4 Capital and continue to see it as one of the best plays in global media. Good morning from Healthcare. Relatively quiet day news flow-wise. The market uh, continuing to show significant sensitivity around vaccine updates uh, with a discussion around Moderna's uh, efficacy yesterday, sending the markets into a tailspin. This continues to be a developing issue that we'll, we'll be watching. Uh, Kit Lee has uh, lowered his numbers modestly in Convitec, but remains positive on the name. And uh, this afternoon, we're hosting an expert call at four o'clock UK time uh, on the UK dental industry. A useful uh, read for the rest of the market. Uh, dentals being widely discussed in terms of uh, recovery potential. So worth dialing in for that. Thank you. Good morning from Jeffries, Financial Specialist Sales, Wednesday 20th. Uh, may continue to focus on the Julius Bear story. We've upgraded numbers this morning, uh, 6% in the current year with some minor upward adjustments to out of years after yesterday's blowout. Uh, Four-month year-to-date performance from the group cross-margin uh, was the real standout uh, number from yesterday, although the cost income at 64% likewise really resonated. Looking forward, uh, the share buyback is currently suspended, but that will be switched back on uh, most likely at the end of this year. So when you factor that alongside the strong cost story, we get numbers now which are at 12% ahead of consensus. So we really are sitting right out there uh, on this name. Uh, we think that they can generate um, you know, their 30% plus returns within their target frame, uh, target time frame. On top of that, note comes from Bank of America CEO Brian Monahan yesterday about quarter date strength in fixed income markets, issuance levels, 